when we enter herein with all humility and a deeper need of understanding, we allow the Almighty Mothers to enter into this circle by the entrance of an eternal happiness, of a divine prosperity, of a perfect joy, of an abundant charity, and of an eternal salutation. Let all the demons fly from this space, especially those who are opposed unto this work. We allow the fierce openers of the way sent by the Divine Ones to assist and protect this circle, denying entry to discord and strife. Magnify and extend our capacity for revelation, O Mighty Mothers, as we walk in truth and righteousness in your most sacred names, and bless our conversation and our assembly. Sanctify, O Mothers, our humble entry herein. You, the blessed and holy ones of eternal ages. Who is Ganesh or Ganesha or Ganesha? Who is this elephant head being? And did he always have the attributes that we associate with him today? Today, if you look up anything on Ganesh, pretty much you will find how to call upon him for wealth. And there's a mantra that goes along with the call for help, for wealth. Money, sex, money, sex, power. But originally, what was his role with the Dravidians? With other cultures where Ganesh was prevalent. Is he even a deity? Most of the beings today that we associate as being gods or deities were not. They were messengers, divine messengers, or teachers, many of them. And many of the names we use are titles and descriptions don't really know the names of many of these beings we call upon. We call them according to their title. For instance, Sakmet. Is that really her name? Or a title or an attribute that we call upon when we need that particular energy. Ganesh may have been 
a scribe writing down recording with superhuman speed the patron of letters now we have a patron of letters in Egypt who is that apparently one is required or necessary he was also known as Lord of the Harvest. Does that actually always mean food? Reaping and sowing. Sowing and reaping. Are we now in the midst of reaping what we've sown? We also today associate Ganesh with being the remover of obstacles. The Brahmins took over the gods of the Dravidians and created all these stories to go with their new religion, their new racist religion, and they gave the gods new faces some of them new duties. And so, if we know Ganesh today as the remover of obstacles, what if it goes deeper than that? What if he also placed obstacles in your path? Why would you want a being to do that? Well, to keep you from doing something that you will regret to keep you from the quote, seven hells. To give you time to rethink your path, self-correct, put yourself back into a righteous mindset. Because if we manifested everything we wanted right away, it would be devastating for most of us. We don't actually want everything we think we want. What we can do is stop following people who try to teach us half-truths or ideas with no truth at all. Things that they have learned from a racist religion and think they are masters of because they sat cross-legged with Swami Dami Ding Dong. It's dangerous to call upon energies you know nothing about. Who's actually answering when you call upon Ganesh for wealth? Is your energy being drawn and used by a religious caste system because you're so desperate for money. Think about that as you think about Ganesh and rethink why you call upon this being and if you should call upon this being. Before you call upon anyone Study, find out who they were or are, and go as far back as you can.
don't stop where you feel like the information will support your goal. Go back further. What is a Buddha? What is a Christ? We've heard stories of each. Each of those stories were made up in a religious sense to control the people. There was never one Buddha, one Christ. A Buddha is an anointed one. A Christ is one who's awakened, someone who's enlightened. So possibly the current Christ could be asleep. These Buddhas, these Christ are human teachers that face our human trials on a daily basis. So what if there is a coming Buddha? A teacher, a teacher of righteousness. Is our Christ, is our Buddha distracted? As many of us are. Why is there such an effort to distract melanated people? Or everyone for that matter. Who wants us to be unrighteous? Would you know a Buddha or a Christ if you were to see one? Has this Jesus ever really manifested for you? Or do you just give this Jesus credit for your hard work? And you give the devil credit when things go bad. Melanated people, our civilizations did not have a devil. Every being had a role, but in the end, it is you who choose to walk the righteous path or not. The devil made me do it is no excuse. If I watch anything, it would be, as I mentioned before, the travel channel or sci-fi. And what I notice is that these people who want you to think that they are so superior, they cannot see a future where the world has not been destroyed in some manner. Robots haven't taken over or the world is not in shambles. They cannot envision a perfect future or a harmonious future. And if there is some type of utopia, the people are like automatons. And much of the sci-fi today is sex-laden. So all the people in the future, when they're advanced, they just want to have a lot of sex. This is a, another excuse just to feed people with this low-level porn to keep you distracted. You mean that we get all the way in the future and want nothing but sex? But on an individual level, we want nothing. No creativity, 
no individual pursuits. Since they cannot see a future where they exist without some disaster, I'm talking about this culture. Surely they want to bring you into that mindset too. They want you to see their thoughts and feelings on the future without them because on some level they must know their destiny. So if you buy into that as your destiny, then you go down with the sinking ship. It's funny in their future sci-fi, their behavior is the same. Their mindset has not changed. Even the alien women are strippers and whores. They cannot envision a world in which their behavior changes. They become different people with different thoughts. You're on a spaceship in the 22nd century and you're still talking about a crewmate's bottom or judging other cultures when you just about destroyed the, your world. I say all this to ask, what are we buying into when we watch their programming? We're actually self-programming because we're sitting there absorbing this. See for yourself, you don't have to watch a movie. Just go to the sci-fi or futuristic movies and count how many of them are about the world being destroyed. Robots taking over. And things along that line. Are you missing the Buddha, the Christ? Do we have the Buddha or the Christ seated in front of a device more hours than he or she should because remember the Buddha or, or Christ is, is a person they're not going to come out of the sky are you waiting for someone to come out of the sky you waiting for someone who looks like the person who nearly destroyed your people Think about the insanity of wanting to kneel down to a being that looks like the people who tried to destroy you. Wake up. Are you waiting for someone to save you and absorb your sins instead of walking the path of righteousness.
Righteousness does not mean giving up everything and living an austere life. You know what righteousness means. On this path, we make mistakes. We have our apex, but we learn and we correct ourselves. That's righteousness. We do what we know internally is not harmful to ourselves and anyone else. We don't try to pull our brother and sister down because we've been trained to do that by this culture. We don't steal from one another. We don't degrade one another. We don't treat the planet like it's here to serve us. Ask yourself, what is righteousness? Ask yourself, am I righteous? Righteousness is not holier than thou, preaching to everybody, throwing the Bible in their faces, or passages, obscure passages in their faces. It's your life, the way you live your life. You know your habits, if they are clean or unclean. You know the areas in which you have to clean up. Is there one Buddha or one Christ? coming to us or are there several Buddhas and Christ here for us now if we open our eyes are we supposed to live as if we are awakened and enlightened bring out the Buddha the Christ within ourselves what is it can't see the answer because you're waiting on Jesus. I was in a store and the line was super long. This brother was behind me waiting patiently with his one item. His hair was very neat, really big locks carefully arranged on the top of his head. Clothes neat very handsome. At one point, this little pixie fairy of a black lady jumped in front of him. I didn't really notice until some white folks got upset and were like, ma'am, the line ends back there. The brother was like, I wasn't going to say anything. You were straight. He didn't care. It didn't bother him. The other people was about to blow their tops 
and she didn't have anything but a couple of items. It wouldn't have made a big difference. The cashier was going at a super slow speed. Anyway, I had the thought of letting this brother in front of me because he had only one item. He was so cool. His energy was so calm. And I also had the thought, well, women should go first. But then I was like, hey, you only have one item. It's not going to matter if I'm in the line a couple minutes longer. He was like, thanks, I really appreciate that. And so he gets in front of me. And when he went to pay for his item, not only did he pay for his shoes, he paid for all of my things. See, I met Buddha only for a few minutes. He didn't get upset because a woman got in front of him with a couple of items. And he demonstrated how we take care of one another. As a matter of fact, I was thrown back and I was saying, no, you don't have to do that. He said, we have to take care of each other. And again, he said, you straight. <laughs> wow, I met the Buddha. Do you meet Buddha and ignore him? Because you're watching the idea of brothers with no path, thugs. And we're going to get into what that actually means, too. There are several Buddhas that are awakening right now. Christ all around us. So if it is a person that is not us, then consider it may not be one person. We may have black women, we may be raising Buddhas, several. They think they can kill them. Perhaps they're trying to kill black men thinking they're going to get this Buddha. But they can't kill them all. When you try to prevent a prophecy written in stone, everything you do only bring it to fruition. I've noticed every time they try to destroy us, they have in effect made us stronger in some way. So in Africans and Asia, he gets into the Buddha. And this prophecy that's written in stone. Again, I ask, is there a reason, another reason behind the killing of black men? Is there a guided hand? Just because whites do what they do and may enjoy doing it, do they really know what they're doing and why. In the video, 
Dr. Adams talk about the time Buddha is supposed to appear. The problem with that is the change in the calendar system. The calendar has been tampered with. So we're going to have to use our spiritual senses, our observational skills. And as we walk the righteous path, stop allowing people to distract us, we'll know more about the Buddha inside and if the Buddha is also an external teacher of righteousness ask if my child being distracted from their true calling or right now is ignorance an ally is the prophecy that Adam's refers to being forced because someone is trying to change it or cover it up. Once a prophecy is written in stone, can it be changed? How long will you look for Jesus? At least Find out where these religions began. I feel very disheartened by Jehovah Witnesses, the black ones, who won't even look up, research where their religion started. They're so brainwashed into not doing this because if they just take a peek They'll even discover that the religion originally said that black people will not go to heaven. Now, either the representative of the religion is a liar or the God is a liar, but the person representing God is supposed to be the mouthpiece of God. So is their God a liar? Blacks can go to heaven now? Find out where your religion comes from. Is it based on ancient ways of living now codified into a social system that keeps people trapped and actually on an unrighteous path? So as we close, we ask, could we recognize the true Buddha of Christ? Could we see the Christ or Buddha within our own selves? Can we see the divinity within our own body temple? Are we living in a righteous manner? Or will we continue to allow ourselves to be sucked up in a world of money addiction, sex addiction, will we go down with a sinking ship? With that, we are whole and complete.